The healthcare industry is facing many information privacy and security challenges, especially as federal regulators ramp up HIPAA compliance enforcement efforts. I'm Marianne Kolbesak-McGee, Managing Editor at Information Security Media Group. Today I'm speaking with attorney Lee Kim, who was recently named Director of Privacy and Security at the Healthcare Information and Management Systems Society, or HIMSS, a nonprofit association focused on improving healthcare through information technology. Lee will be discussing privacy and security challenges facing the healthcare sector. Hi, Lee. Thanks for joining us, and congratulations on your new role at HIMSS. Thanks. So now, as the new director of security and privacy at HIMSS, what are some of your top priorities? So I think that as the director of privacy and security, my two top priorities are really we have really an amazing knowledge base that our members provide us. And so in that vein, we are able to tap into their subject matter expertise in terms of privacy and security and work with them through our task forces and work groups and privacy and security to develop deliverables, which include toolkits, white papers, articles, and blog posts, so that our other HIMSS members are educated in terms of what is going on in the privacy and security space and what they need to know. Secondarily as well, we also provide our HIMSS members with information in terms of upcoming legislation, regulation, guidance, or any other initiatives which affect or otherwise impact the areas of privacy and security. And we also obtain feedback from them when appropriate in terms of their reaction to such uh, legislation, regulation, or other initiatives that is coming down the pipe. So now, what do you think are the most pressing security and privacy issues facing the healthcare industry today? So let me name a few. I, I believe that there are many. First of all, I would say that the number one issue that organizations are facing in this space are is just simply keeping track of where all the information is. With the proliferation of mobile devices such as smartphones and tablets and laptops and otherwise, and also the use of outsourcing information and applications to the cloud, and also the addition of connected devices and systems, obviously organizations have a lot more to wrap their arms around in terms of where their information is, and that is certainly a foundational consideration in terms of understanding how to keep your information both private and secure in compliance with various laws and regulations, including HIPAA. Secondly, Organizations also, unfortunately, don't always know when they might have had a security incident occur or a breach. And so I believe that it certainly behooves organizations to obtain better techniques, better means for detecting incidents or breaches that may occur or someone trying to actually infiltrate into a system because it's only then that they know that there is a problem or that there could be a problem and they can stop the bleeding, so to speak. Thirdly, there are emerging threats and vulnerabilities that occur all the time 
and organizations need to keep abreast with what is going on in terms of these new developments. Again, this goes hand in hand with organizations not necessarily knowing that they have been breached or that an incident has occurred or otherwise they've been infiltrated. Unfortunately, we live in a day and age where there are increasingly sophisticated means for getting access to information by unauthorized individuals and entities. It's certainly important to uh, make sure that that occurs in terms of keeping current always. Some organizations lack sufficient planning in terms of handling of security incidents, mitigating incidents that might occur, um, and recovering from incidents as well. And finally, there is a problem that is unfortunately growing in terms of insider threat when an individual that is a trusted insider, whether they are an employee or other staff member or they are a consultant, they have inside access to an organization's information systems or just plainly their information, and for whatever reason they decide to abuse or misuse that trust and they cause harm to an organization's assets. And so certainly organizations need to keep in mind that they need to mitigate that risk of insider threat. What are you hearing from those in the healthcare sector about the challenges that they're having in complying with privacy and security regulations, such as HIPAA omnibus? What's giving them the most trouble? Well, first and foremost, unfortunately, with some entities, uh, there is a lack of an understanding in terms of the legal and regulatory requirements. The HIPAA omnibus rule, of course, is the latest update to HIPAA, and so there likely is a lack of sufficient understanding as to what the omnibus rule requires for some covered entities, business associates, and subcontractors that do have to comply. Secondly, in terms of the challenges, one of the challenges in terms of actually making sure that an organization is on board with privacy and security initiatives is that the organization just simply lacks the organizational culture in terms of promoting privacy and security measures hand-in-hand. There also might be a lack of training as a result so that the workforce members are, through the training, aware about uh, the need for privacy and security of information, what the best practices are, the policies and procedures that are promoted by their organization, etc. What are your suggestions for tackling those challenges? In terms of a suggestion for tackling those challenges, unfortunately there is no magic bullet. You can't tackle those challenges unless you actually have put some effort into it. But that said, the best way to tackle those challenges is by having a framework with which to build your policies and procedures in training around. NIST has recently released a draft guidance of its cybersecurity framework, and so that is one guidance document in terms of helping to understand best-of-breed practices. There are certainly other privacy and security frameworks that are out there as well. I think in the end, though, it is important to understand that whichever approach you 
your organization takes in terms of structuring the policies and procedures and how to handle problems when they occur, you need some certain concrete organization in terms of how you organize your processes, your resources, your human capital in order to implement your privacy and security initiatives in your organization. Without that organization, which I call a framework, uh, it will be very difficult and, and somewhat haphazard. It, you really need to have a framework which is built for your organization, not just necessarily something that is off the shelf that you buy. There is unfortunately no one-size-fits-all. And in terms of the framework as well, as I said, that's a, those are basic building blocks to build upon and guidance, but by no means just the answer. So you need to make sure that you look at what kind of information your organization is handling, as well as what the risks and vulnerabilities given your organization's IT infrastructure and your staff capabilities as well. Now, the HIPAA omnibus enforcement deadline of September 23rd is upon us. What sorts of changes do you think that date will bring for healthcare entities? What do you think is likely to happen on September 23rd? That's a great question. I think that it really is a matter of how prepared an organization has been. There are certainly a lot of organizations that as soon as they heard of the HIPAA omnibus rule being released, being published, and the effective date, and then now the compliance date on September 23rd, there have been many healthcare entities that have taken this very seriously, and so they have performed measures to improve their privacy and security posture and to improve, shall we say, their processes and even conduct training so that what they do is in, in compliance with the omnibus rule. Certainly, in terms of the enforcement actions by OCR, I believe that that is certainly a factor in terms of having healthcare organizations take the new HIPAA omnibus rule very seriously. So that is definitely a good thing in terms of compliance. But certainly, there are organizations that maybe might have waited until the last minute. Maybe by September 23rd, they aren't ready yet in terms of being compliant with the HIPAA omnibus rules, so maybe they might still be in the midst of finalizing changes within their organization so that they are in compliance by that date. And yet there are some others, unfortunately, that believe that with just simply paperwork, uh, such as updating business associate agreements, that that's all that they really need to do. There needs to be no organizational change or anything else. And so some will be complacent just simply with having the adequate paperwork in place stating that they will comply without changing anything else. Finally, what lessons do you think the healthcare sector can learn from the recent National Security Agency leak involving Edward Snowden, who worked as a contracted systems administrator at the agency? I think that that brings to bear that insider threats, no matter what kind of organization you are working for, is very real. And insider threats can happen not only with people that are your IT employees, but it can also be people who are 
not just your employees, but also contractors that are trusted insiders, as I had referenced a little bit earlier in the podcast. Insider threats are very real. People are motivated for various reasons. There's certainly literature out there in terms of the psychology behind those who wish to unfortunately do this. Insider threats, uh, when they do occur, can cause considerable damage and harm and the amount of money and time and other things involved in terms of recovering from them can take a very long time. And I think that certainly we have heard about the the effects. So I think that there fortunately are some really solid guidance documents in terms of how to mitigate insider threat. Certainly that might be of interest to some entities within our sector. And so if I may mention one guidance document which has been very well respected in in its fourth iteration, the CERT program has a common sense guide to mitigating insider threats, and it is readily available on the web at the Software Engineering Institute's website, which is available, and that PDF document is available for, for download. And secondly, if I may mention, once again, there are always threats and vulnerabilities, even those that an organization might not inherently realize are possible or emerging. And so it's really important for organizations to at least consider taking part in a relevant public-private partnership to serve as an effective tool for identifying and addressing potential threats, the vulnerabilities that might be present, and the consequences that is the impact to their organization. An organization in and of itself just simply relying on its own security personnel to help improve their cybersecurity posture or only looking to its own internal resources might be somewhat limited in terms of how effective its own program can be. And it's only through this information sharing that certainly uh, an organization's cybersecurity posture might be improved so that you essentially obtain a comprehensive understanding of what is actually happening in terms of the threat and vulnerability landscape. Thanks, Lee. I've been speaking to Lee Kim of HIMSS. I'm Marianne Kolbesak-McGee of Information Security Media Group. Thanks for listening.